here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The panel. Well, it's panel time with uh, Sam Hewitt and Sam Ackerman, and thank God they know what day of the week it is because this morning I said it was the 1st of June uh, when I started the show, and of course it's still the 31st of May. What a goose. Uh, and that is old age setting, and it's nothing uh, other than that. So good morning to you, uh, gentlemen. Uh, Sam Ackerman, first question I've got for you is, uh, if Michael Maguire gets axed from the Tigers, and I'm looking at headlines on uh, Sky Sport this morning saying that he probably will be, would you like to see him at some stage with the Warriors, given that he's also the Kiwis coach, Sam Ackerman, or will he still be the Kiwis coach? Uh, he'll still be the Kiwis coach. Uh, the Ki- New Zealand Rugby League's made it pretty clear that they're not in any hurry to change that. Uh, it's not like we're struggling as a new phenomenon. It's been happening for a little while now. So uh, they will stick with him. He'll be the Kiwis coach. Changing that is a, would be a, a terrible idea with the World Cup uh, almost on the doorstep as well. So I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, I don't think they should put him into the key, into the Warriors uh, role. I'm always of a, um, of, a, of a mind that when you change a coach, you need to do it for a reason. It's not just a, you're out of here, and then let's see what we've got. It's a, it's a, a crap method that's led a lot of teams into worse situations. Getting rid of uh, Nathan Brown to bring in uh, Mike McGuire. I, I'm wondering if Mike McGuire isn't perhaps at the stage of his career where he is better with a uh, with a, a test team, an origin team type of scenario than he is with a club. Uh, and if he is with a club, he probably needs one that's got to have better cattle and a better environment than what it is there. What, what he's achieved in his career as a coach is outstanding. We know he's won a premiership uh, with South, did very well for himself in the UK. He's taken New Zealand uh, to number one ranked in the world, and let's hope he can have some good results uh, at the World Cup. But uh, this, I just don't think that putting him into the uh, Warriors environment, uh, if you bunt, uh, get rid of uh, Brown to bring him in. I I can't see it working out in the favour of uh, of the Warriors. I think you need to have an idea of who you bring in, why, and give them an actual plan because that's what, they got rid of Stephen Kearney, but they didn't give uh, Todd Payton. If they thought Todd Payton was the answer, he should have had a contract to be the coach of the Warriors, not the caretaker coach that left them in a situation where he was now performing well for, with the Cowboys. And I don't think that anyone's going to sit here and tell me that um, Nathan Brown is a step up from either of those coaches. I I personally don't believe that is the case. So uh, I, I, I'd like to think the Warriors will have a, uh, a plan um, if they're getting rid of Nathan Brown and Mike McGuire will bring an awful lot of club baggage. Sam Hewitt, uh, live in studio here at uh, SENZ Sport this morning. Of course, uh, works with staff in the afternoon. Uh, Sam, what's your feeling on the Maguire issue? Um, look, I um, I sort of agree with uh, with Sam. Two two great names on the panel this morning, by the way, Smithy. Um, I agree with Sam in the fact that um, I, I wouldn't like to see him at the Warriors. And um, depending on how long you want me to go on this for, Smithy, I, I've really been sitting down over the last probably two weeks and just in light of all the Matt Lodge saga and, and Mark Robinson, etc., and trying to work out where the answer lies um, in terms of coaching and in terms of the players that we've got. And one thing I keep coming back to with coaches is, you know, in the NRL, when you get to that level, I feel like the skill and the talent across the board is pretty even. You know, when you get to that level, most guys, yeah, there are exceptions to the rule. You get absolute geniuses like your Cameron Smiths and you get freaks like, uh, you know, Pappenhausen and Tommy Turbo, etc. But by and large, across the NRL, most of the talent and skill level, I would say, is at 
this sort of upper echelon. So then it comes down to coaching. And for me, it's just about getting the best out of the players um, because there's guys that have come to the Warriors that were very good before they came here. There's guys that have left the Warriors that have been very good when they've left the Warriors. Um, and I just think the number one asset for a coach is, is getting the best out of the players and whether they're successful at one club doesn't necessarily mean they'll do it at another club so I've been really trying to work out who's the right coach and what's the right fit and I don't really have any answers um, Smithy I, personally I don't think Nathan Brown is the right guy I, I'm, I'm in Sam's camp I don't just want to get rid of him without a plan in place I, but I don't think he is the right guy at the moment um, to move the Warriors forward who the, who the answer is what the person is I'm still trying to work it out Cameron George Sam Hewitt Cameron George um, I I respect Cam in a number in a lot of ways, and in the past he's been very transparent and very open with issues. He hasn't been that good with this issue, but I put a lot of that blame on Mark Robinson. I feel like he's been the scapegoat for Mark Robinson, the owner, who hasn't come out. Well, he he's done it sort of through various newspapers, but he he hasn't fronted the press um, at a media conference. The problem is, I think if you look back at when Cam George started, and I can't remember exactly the year was it twenty seventeen potentially. Um, you know, in the, in the five or six years that he's been here, I don't think you can call his tenure at success, really. We've made one finals appearance, you know, where we played Penrith in the first round and lost back in 2018, but outside of that, I don't know if you can look at his tenure as a CEO as its success, and in business and anything, even if you're a successful CEO, mm. your time there's a time period, you know, where, where your time ends, even if you are successful, and, and I think that it's you can't have a guy staying in there for years and years and years and years hoping that at some point it's going to turn around. So, yeah, I'm not totally convinced he's the answer as well moving forward over the next few years. Uh, it's an interesting one, Sam. I, I think of VNRL ownership and uh, Sam Ackerman I, I'm talking to here. And I, I, I think of Russell Crowe, who's probably, uh, for various reasons, he can't be anything but high profile. But I, I'm not sure he's uh, in this guy's league either, Mark Robinson, who just seems to want to get involved and has owned up to being part of some of this stuff. I want to first of all say that Mark Robinson um, uh, is prepared to make sure there's a rugby league team in New Zealand. So for that, he's got my uh, my vote because not a lot of people are putting their hand up for it, uh, and it's not something that's going to make you rich. You know, this, this is not. To, if you're going to be in charge, if you're going to own the Warriors, you're going to have a little bit of ego, or you're going to have a it'll be a little bit of a cowboy. Because if you're a business-minded uh, accountant, you're not buying the Warriors. It's not it, that's not what's going to happen. You'll you'll put your money someplace else. So uh, you need a cowboy like that to invest to keep this club going. First of all, uh, second of all, on on Cameron George, I think you've got to give a little bit of scope um, for the fact that he he is actually um, done a, an incredible job of keeping this team moving in the way it did during the COVID era because the Warriors weren't achieving on the field and there's a, a multitude of reasons uh, for that and we shouldn't hide away from it. A CEO is supposed to forge a successful club but he also did hold a club together and, and, fight and make some very tough calls uh, about basing the club over there that became the template for uh, sporting teams throughout New Zealand who had to play overseas when based away. You talk to any of the uh, the, the teams who have had to go away in extended times, I even take that up to the All Blacks, I'm pretty sure, have been in touch with the Warriors or used the Warriors model uh, as uh, something to go from. So it was into the fire and there's some strong leadership showing through that period. I agree with uh, Sam on the last couple of weeks. It's not a good look for anyone. Uh, it's been a debacle and uh, I don't think any of 
one there thinks it's been handled well either. So as far as ownership goes, uh, you're either powerful and in charge or you're, um, or you're powerful and crazy. So it's just which way you want to view it. It's, right now, people are thinking that he's powerful and crazy. Uh, if he can get some of the right um, things happening, he'll be powerful and in charge again. He's no, he's no Nick Politis. He's never going to be. But um, I'm thankful there's a bloke putting his hand in his wallet to keep this club going. Yeah, good point. Absolutely. A very good point, in fact. Uh, 10.32 here on SENZ. Back with the two Sams very shortly. The panel. Yep, it's Sam Ackerman with us this morning, along with Sam Hewitt. Uh, Sam Hewitt, I don't know why Baz McCullum is wasting his time talking to those guys in the morning. Should be with me uh, at, at nine to twelve, or at least you and uh, Staffy in the afternoon. But at the, however, at the very uh, least, they might buddy, get around. At the very least, uh, they, they might get around to asking him about the cricket at some point. Uh, let's <laughs> hope so. Um, on that subject, though, um, of course, we've got live coverage here on SCNZ Ball by Ball. Uh, beginning uh, at 9 o'clock Thursday night. So, um, Sam, uh, what do you think? What are you looking forward to in this series? Uh, we've reduced our 20 down to 15 or our 19 down to 15. Pretty predictable as that. Looks like we might not have Bolt. Certainly looks like we won't have Nickel. So what are you thinking, mate? Uh, well, I mean, the, the cliche answer, first and foremost, is I'm looking forward to, you know, us v Bears. Um, that's going to be just a fantastic mm. matchup. And just seeing what Bears, you know, how much of a, a change he brings to that team Obviously, he hasn't had a lot of time, but yeah, just just to see how that all develops is going to be very interesting. Um, look, I, I'm actually quite excited to see Matt Henry, and I know there is some there are some cricketing fans out there who you know don't rate Matt Henry, but I mean, you know, he he performed well against South Africa um, here back in New Zealand, and I think the last time we were up there last year, Smithy, it was Matt Henry who got man of the match in that second test. Um, I think he took six wickets across the game, but you know, he he, he sort of delivered and. I mean, he's he's not a particularly flashy bowler, is he? He's a, he's a line and length type guy, um, mm. but you know, in in the conditions that I guess are somewhat similar to ours, um, you know, I think I think he could be quite a threat and a, and a pretty good sort of replacement if you don't have Trent Bolt there. Um, you know, spin as well. Is that going to play a big factor? And they've obviously got Ajaz there. Um, everyone's been wanting Ajaz to you know get more time in the saddle after taking a ten for. Um, so you know, it's um, yeah, I, I'm I'm sort of interested to see how. I guess tactically we approach those games with our with our bowlers and um, have they bought is it Daryl Mitchell that they're thinking about playing in for um, yep. Willie Nichols and I you know once again I, I'm excited by Daryl Mitchell I think he's a great player um, I think he's got a lot to offer so yeah and and it's cool Henry Nichols so what did I say Willie Nichols oh, that's the media managers you always get them confused when you're dealing with them every day Smithy um, Henry Nichols um, but you know it's cool as well having these um, having tests in the middle of the year New Zealand. Uh, time of year when it's winter because obviously we haven't seen you know test cricket for a, for a couple of months so it's just going to be interesting to see you know where, where we're at um, as, as a test site. Sam Ackerman I, I, I'm going to say going on a limb here and say we're underdogs and I don't know why I'm saying that really apart from the fact that it's England conditions it's an England team which is um, going to be new sometimes they're dangerous uh, things. how do you see this series Sam? Well, I certainly see all the pressure on England. Um, while New Zealand have, uh, you know, obviously have a, a title to defend uh, and a mantle that, that is uh, hugely proud of, uh, they're a very good side. Everyone's been watching England around the world here. Everyone's watching England. Now, I'm, I'm really happy with uh, Matt Henry coming in because uh, I'm, if Sam's right and there's some cricketing fans that don't rate Matt Henry, they need to have, um, just go back and rewatch some of the, the footage from the summer. When he gets an opportunity, and that's the thing, he's hungry. When he gets his opportunities, they're not usually coming 
in for long periods and, and huge series. He gets to go in and be a, a gun for hire, and he achieves. And, and I think what he'll do is keep a lot of pressure on an England side that's under pressure. Wait for them to make mistakes. It's test cricket. They are feeling something uh, that they haven't felt in a long time. There's a sudden new adrenaline that's going to come in through Brendan McCollum. It may, it may encourage some loose shots because they want to play more positively. If we're prepared to, to take advantage of that, to capitalise on a team that wants to be more um, positive that isn't quite used to it yet, then I think there's some great opportunities um, to come along the way. Uh, the bowling lineup will be able to uh, cash in on it. It's a, it's a good squad. It's a solid squad. We can't ask for much more than what is there, taking out um, the injury absences and, of course, um, Bolt's uh, involvement of the IPL. Um, I'm feeling really comfortable with it, and I, 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 I hear what you say about the underdog. I think that's just because there's so much emphasis on England. Yep, it's their conditions, and they will be feeling the pressure. If they don't win, they will be copying it, and Baz will be copying it. Is Sam Ackerman, it's been confirmed uh, yesterday, the sevens goes back to Hamilton, 21st, 22nd of January. Will it work? Yes, yes, I think that we're um, we're starved of of um, events here, and the sevens has always been a staple of um, of our summers. Uh, I obviously I, I haven't been as enthralled with the Hamilton move as uh, where it was in, in Wellington, but we should also point out Wellington was starting to get stale and just a uh, and just a piss up where the footy didn't matter after a little while. Things were just um, there wasn't that much investment in what's happening on the field. So a change up was good, uh, and I think that the, the the good people of Hamilton and those who uh, make the trip to the to the Waikato will, will make it work. Um, we are proud of our sevens teams. They achieve well and they put on a spectacle. They're a good team to watch. So I'm I'm for it, um, and I, I hope the rest of the country gets excited too. And so not that time as well, Smithy, for me is that great little break just before um, we get into uh, the rugby season. But we're still ready for a little bit of something different after uh, uh, a, a full cricket uh, meal banquet, if you like. It's nice to have those other sports thrown in. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I'm not quite sure with, with the cricket program what conflicts with doing it January 21, 22 next year. I'd imagine you would hope they'd sort of work in together so they don't uh, overlap there. Sam, you, Sam, you're you're a, you're a, a sports man. Um, you, you're a bloke who likes a, a bevy. Uh, you, I would imagine you like a boys' trip from time to time. Would you be bothered <laughs> driving an, oh. a whole hour down from Auckland, Smithy? Do you, you, I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm uh, I'm a Hamilton man through and through. Um, grew up there until I was 18 years old. Greatest city on earth. So, I, will I be making the trip down? It, oh, it'll be a, it'll be um, it'll be the highlight of my calendar year. I think um, even even in January. Um, Look, it'll be fantastic. I'll, I'll go down to the helm for a pizza beforehand before heading across to the stadium. Um, and then who doesn't like a, uh, a, a sort of Sunday when you're a little bit dusty at Hamilton Gardens? I have uh, heard they've opened up the Egypt-themed uh, garden smithy. So uh, what better way to spend your, your Sunday when you're a little bit dusty before you head back to the stadium for round two? I'll tell you what, I'll bet anything I've got, you won't be in the Hamilton Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> I might be there, but not, but not by choice. <laughs> you might be. You might. The only chance you got to be in there first thing in the morning on a Sunday is if you're locked in there overnight for some reason. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. <laughs> no, but, and, and, but, in all, but in all seriousness, with the, I actually think it's great because I think too you capture obviously with Auckland only being now an hour and a half away with the, with all the new motorways. You know, you do capture that yeah. big area yeah. up there, and not that people didn't travel from Auckland to Wellington, but um, yeah, I, I think you will. You know, it, it'll be hopefully a sellout event um, in the heart of su- in, in the height of summer. You'll get a lot of people coming down from Auckland, people from all around the Waikato region. So, yeah, I think it's going to be fantastic. 
Yeah, I do too, actually. And, and the, you're right, uh, the motorway system there uh, between those two cities is now um, as good as those uh, M1, M2 sy- systems in England, which make everything so accessible. It's fantastic. Uh, right, uh, let's get back to um, State of O's. Both squads uh, announced uh, over the last couple of days. Sam Ackerman, uh, if you look at those squads, Reese Walsh missing out on the Queensland call-up, by the by. Um, whose favourites going into game one for you? Uh, New South Wales, they've got an established coach, they've got established combinations. Uh, I really like the, given the uh, the players they have unavailable, um, I really like the team there. And it, any team that can leave out Josh Adokar uh, and Jake Trevojevic out of their side um, on form is in a good state. So I, I don't think it'll be a, a pushover, I think it'll be a, a good series, but Billy Slater is unproven as a coach. Um, but those Queensland coaches, you know, none of them, the, the, the quote-unquote head coach, um, besides that one little stint with um, with Wayne Bennett in the, uh, during the COVID era, none of them can coach. They're not coaches. They're just man managers and man motivators who bring in good coaches to do the heavy lifting for them. And it works for Queensland. It has done for a long time. But this New South Wales side, I think, has got so much going for it. Uh, while the, uh, the, the Maroons are drawing on the Cowboys, the, uh, the the key roles are being applied for the Blues by uh, the Panthers, and the Panthers are just head and shoulders the team. So I'm I'm happy. Um, Blues are looking good, uh, and uh, hopefully it means uh, more Maroon tears this year. Sam Hewitt? I oh, just completely agree. Smithy, big New South Wales fan. Although I do think that Maroon squad is probably the strongest they've named in a couple of years. And I mean, you know, it was only 18 months ago that we were looking at what was being labelled as the worst maroon side ever um so you know i think they have come a long way but and i think to what billy's done has sort of taken on freddie's mold of picking guys on form you know it's just because you've played origin before doesn't mean you're the right guy you know if there's guys that are playing better in this current nrl season but i still give the edge to the new south wales i mean the, the maroons might pick up one you know in the series but i do think that you know all the all the odds all the all the sort of um yeah all the positives i think go with that new south wales i'll be picking them Good on you. Thanks, fellas. The two Sams with us this morning. Sam Hewitt, Sam Ackerman, outstanding on the panel. Another one, same time tomorrow morning. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.